0: Everybody, welcome to the Ungrown Ups. This is episode 17. thing the barely or not barely, the almost legal episode. Yeah,
1: I got another are- one before it's barely legal.
0: Yeah, we're almost legal.
1: Barely which an adult. Doesn't mean sounds- anything,
0: I guess, but whatever.
1: Yeah, it's fine. I mean, maybe maybe that's not exactly the way to talk about it, but you know. Almost yeah. an adult might be slightly better. So uh hi, it's very hot.
0: It is, and the crazy thing is, it's not nearly as hot as it was last week or over the weekend, even.
1: Yeah, I mean, it was what like ninety something over the weekend, and it yeah, got bad that enough where I'm at. that it
0: was ninety four on Friday.
1: Oh god, it got bad enough that caution to the wind went to my sister's and went swimming.
0: Yeah, I've been using. I ran the air conditioning on uh, Friday and Saturday.
1: I I have my air on here pretty much constantly, but I juggle it between seventy one and seventy three. I like, I mean. If it wasn't crazy expensive I'd probably have it on 65.
0: Yeah, yeah, I know. It's it's one of those things where you're kind of cognizant of it and that's the one thing I've been trying to figure out. I haven't seen my uh my utility bill yet for all this uh work from home condition that we've had for the past what, 6 weeks now?
1: Yeah. Well, did you get there was an energy credit? Did you get that?
0: I saw one like on my on my uh Electric gas bill, bill cuz it was like 2 bucks or something or
1: Oh, I thought it well okay maybe No I'm actually no maybe you're right. I thought it, it, it was the electric bill it was and it was like well cuz I and the only reason I noticed it is cuz I went to pay my electric well I went to look at it it's on autopay but I went to you know check out, how much was it w- wondering cuz had been home like everybody else right and yeah. I I'm, I'm home home now and uh yeah it was like an, I had a 20 dollar credit or something like that.
0: Yeah, I was kind of curious to see cuz my my bill isn't usually that much. I mean, no. It on an average non-summer month, it's like in the $50 range.
1: That's not and terrible. So I was, yeah. yeah.
0: So I was kind of curious to see would it go up to like 70 bucks or would it double like I I don't really know what how much power I'm consuming now having three computers running full time, some of the lights on the house are on. Right. More hours of TV watching, yep. you
1: know, that kind of stuff. Well, that's what I'm curious about. And I've been running the, I, you know, I've had the 3D printer running. So we finally, uh, a few days ago, finally just stopped running the thing 24 hours a day, but it's been running. It was running for a couple of weeks just straight. So, yeah, I, I mean, I, and I have no idea how much power it consumes. I didn't do the math. I don't want to know. <laughs> yeah,
0: Is it like running an electric dryer kind of thing? Or is I don't it think just it, it no big deal? It can't be that
1: much. I mean, it's basically a couple motors, you know, some stepper motors and a, some heaters, right? I mean, that's kind of right. what it boils down to. So yeah, I don't know how much power it actually draws. I did run the plotter a couple times. So I've like, I've been kind of doing some little, I don't want to say craft projects, but we'll call them craft projects for lack of, you know, so I've been doing like little stuff, but to your point, like more lights are on, uh, TV's on more often. I've got same, I've got several computers, you know, I've got a work computer my personal computer. So there's definitely more happening and it'll be interesting right. to see what the, uh, this is super fun, right? We are talking yeah, yeah. about our electric bills.
0: Well, the thing is, is we're so bored. Like, yeah. that is now a point of curiosity. Because it's not like you're, you know, your your mind isn't occupied with sports or some other thing that's going on. It's just like, hmm, I wonder what my electricity bill is going to be like.
1: But it's also kind of a funny spot. Like, if you look at sort of the evolution of this this experiment we've called the podcast, it's uh, it's just funny. Like, we were pretty... This is not something we would have talked about in the beginning, but at the same time, like where we're at now, I think it fits and feels right, if that makes sense.
0: Well, we can't really go out and do stupid shit because we're is... supposed to be staying at home. So okay. that really kind well, of narrows. We
1: kind of can. So I went yesterday and I took the, the forerunner out, San Bernardino County, and did some off-roading. Uh, out, no cell coverage. Lost track of time. Was out for, I don't know, Quite a few hours. Had a. It was super awesome. Found some really cool trails out. Uh, went out to this place called Lytle Creek, and yeah, then yeah. found a bunch I, of trails. Basically, camping of that. up there a bunch as a kid. Yeah. So I went out that way. I didn't know there was. There's a shooting range out. There's actually two shooting ranges out there.
0: Is that where you went off from?
1: So we went out towards uh, where you know that road ends, right? So when you go through yeah. that little town, the road actually ends. We went out there for a little bit, turned around, and then went up a road that I'd have to look up what it was even called. Ended up kind of getting turned around <laughs> at one point on a trail that really was it was obviously a, an access trail of some kind but was not on any map I could find. And right. and it was uh, I think it was a pipeline access trail for some like petroleum pipeline or something. Twice ended up along the railroad tracks because I thought that the road had a cross. It did not. So yeah, my I guess my forerunner self identifies as a choo-choo train.
0: <laughs> we you, now you said we were you out there with a buddy or something like
1: social distancing in two different vehicles or no no it was just me I don't know why I used the we I wish I'd
0: the the royal we yeah <laughs>
1: yeah exactly it's dude you know at this point like I I was really I was gonna go ride my motorcycle this weekend because I'm I've had it I'm gonna I'm just gonna go do it I mean I haven't been riding my bike because I don't. Want to get in an accident, take up a hospital bed or whatever, or be around you know in a hospital and it's like COVIDy, but right. I've I'm so freaking done. However, it was so freaking hot.
0: Yeah, you're air conditioning's air condition, nice. For sure. Sure.
1: Yeah, I mean if I don't have like I've got a buddy right now. He's uh well he was out in Death Valley actually. I saw an Instagram post from today. He had a flat in Death Valley on his bike. And that, I mean, take him, what, an hour and a half probably to, to change the thing. In Death Valley, it's got to be 100-plus degrees right now. And if you've ever been out there, there is no cover.
0: Yeah, was he wearing leathers, or did he have, like...
1: No, he's in, like, adventure gear, but,
0: I mean, it's okay. hot AF. So did you wear your adventure gear just inside the air-conditioned cabin of your Forerunner?
1: No, it has shorts and, and uh, rainbow sandals. and a little piece Nice. Of yeah, I mean... You,
0: you, you are well-equipped to handle exposure in the elements. If you were stranded by yourself.
1: Yeah. You know, it's funny. I I thought about it. So this one try kind of came around a corner and there's this huge washout and you could see the other side and where the trail continued. And so I could get there. Like it was a, you know, maybe a two and a half foot probably drop. Like if I put it in four low and crawled it right, it would have been fine, but no compressor. I didn't have any recovery gear. I don't usually I don't have a winch, so I usually take a come along and some other stuff. So I had nothing. I was definitely not prepared for Yeah, that was kind of a dumb move. Well, yeah, I just didn't plan it well. Which is fine.
0: So what was the plan? I'm just gonna head up to the San Bernardino Mountains and just turn somewhere.
1: I kinda want like a uh Dave and said so Dave had posted a bunch of pictures. Coleman posted a bunch of pictures of like the poppies and whatnot. Yeah, uh, that was Lancaster. I thought he was out in the same area. Anyways. And, yeah, uh, I, I just kind of thought, oh, I'll go screw around and see nature and get the frick out of Dodge. And here's what's crazy. So the paved road, you get off the 15 and you go up that paved road that goes into Leto Creek. The
0: Yeah, you get off at of Sierra, right? Uh,
1: maybe. Sierra,
0: you get off and there's like, like there are a couple of gas stations, like a jack-in-the-box and everything, like right there by the 15. I think that's what
1: that is, a Sierra, yeah. Yeah, yeah. So the, <laughs> dude, the absolute... In like, uh, sorry, batshit insanity of the hundreds, and I'm not exaggerating, hundreds of people. So Lido Creek is what a foot and a half, two feet wide and a foot deep. It's an actual
0: creek, yeah. Yeah, but water it's, running through it. But yeah.
1: it's like, I mean, you you you're not going to get up to your knee in the damn thing. It's there's no real. It's not huge it, right now. It's not though. a river. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's not, not a river. river. There were hundreds of people. Easy ups. Oh, yeah can't like tent stuff all the all down climbing over these rocks to get to this this creek and you know a foot and a half away from each other might as well be playing grab ass
0: yeah well i mean because it's all uh snow runoff right it's all a melted snowpack and so that they're playing with you know some cold water and when it's 100 degrees out i mean it's
1: Uh, i was just granted no no no, i I was just i was amazed that there were that many people that's all
0: yeah how much cooler was it when you were up? Up in the hills.
1: It dropped so like on the highway, it was like eighty eight ish when I got off the highway, eighty nine, something like that. It dropped to honestly a quite pleasant seventy five with some wind.
0: Oh, that's not bad at all. Oh yeah. no, it's
1: perfect. So I got out of you and parked for a little bit, got out, looked at the railroad tracks and found the railroad tracks again.
0: Yeah, I spent because of the because of the heat and because we can't really do anything anyways, I just uh was enjoying the, uh, the air conditioning, and I, mm-hmm. I had noticed when I was browsing, can't remember what I was browsing, either Hulu or Netflix, I think it was Hulu, that I noticed that uh, UHF was, was available for streaming. So I, I watched uh, Weird Al Yankovic's only movie.
1: And probably one of the best movies of the era.
0: Yeah, yeah, I mean, it was, it was an awesome kind of time warp in some ways, but in other ways, it's it's still sort of timeless. It's,
1: I can see that. I mean, I haven't seen it in a while, but it was one of those movies that I had on VHS and wore the, the copy out. We just watched yeah. it so often. Uh, Kramer's in it, right? Yes. Yep. So Kramer from Seinfeld's in it. But that's one of those movies. I can see that completely holding up. 100%. Yeah. The One of my – I mean, the whole <laughs> – the stupid Wheel of Fish.
0: Yeah. The Wheel of Fish, Spatula it's, City. Yeah. <laughs>
1: Oh man, I like the what is the when they're on the the Wheel of Fish game show and they pick the box it's like nothing, you get nothing. Starts so yelling at him, stupid. Yeah, <laughs> dude, that's the and best. Then,
0: uh, Or the uh, the the guy that has a, a like an animal interest show and he's showing off his his uh, turtle. <laughs> yeah. And he throws it to the ceiling and it sticks like a suction cup, but then he, the next thing he goes is he's gonna teach poodles to fly. <laughs> he throws him out the window. Yeah, and there's multiple failed attempts.
1: Oh my god! So,
0: yeah, that I mean that show is or that movie is, is is absurd. But at the same time, it's it's that's so much of my childhood. There, like I watched when Al did the takeover of MTV. He did what it was Al TV. Uh huh. And he would do a little, a couple of shorts, and he would play some of his uh his parody videos, like eat it or like a surgeon or whatever. Right. And he would play those on MTV, like usually I think it was like a weekend thing. And then I remember like some of my very first cassettes that I purchased were Weird Al tapes. And so, I mean shit, that's 32 years plus. I guess I've been listening to uh, Weird Al.
1: Have you ever seen him like in in no. Okay, I saw him at the fairgrounds one year because he came comes to the OC fair. Because he comes a bit. through, yeah, yeah, yeah. And I've always was...
0: wanted to, but I've never. Well, partially, I can't convince my wife to go. <laughs>
1: she, you know <laughs> what? She should go. She would probably. It's probably less lame than she thinks it is.
0: Yeah, um, but yeah, that's that's still one of those bucket lists items for me that I haven't done yet, is see Weird Al perform live in concert.
1: I was fortunate to see him one year when it was in the, the it was like one of the free shows that they did, and he okay. goes all out. Like, he was doing costume changes for every song, so he would come yes. out and like whatever he wore for the video, like it was, it was a pretty legit experience, it was pretty fun.
0: Yeah, I think this year, before the whole coronavirus thing, he was on tour and he was doing a string accompaniment. He had like an actual orchestra. Oh, I
1: saw that. Yeah. Backing him. That's pretty and cool. So,
0: and he was, I think, supposed to come through the Orange County Fair this year, which today they just announced that for the first time since the World War II era, they will not be an Orange County Fair.
1: So it's just canceled, canceled.
0: Canceled, canceled. Really? Yeah, they, they, they didn't reschedule it. They are just like, we're not doing it for 2020. We'll do it again in
1: 2021. I... I'm really bummed about all the stuff that's being canceled. They just did. You see Santa Clara just extended through May. I did not. So Santa Clara count well. A lot of the stuff in the Bay Area, a lot of I think seven counties or whatever it is has have extended through uh, through May, which is not looking good for my plans for my birthday. Which is uh, because you you figure if they if they extended it, Orange County and and down here, LA is going to follow. Yeah, exactly. So so
0: you were talking about Santa Clara. It was interesting. I I read an article, um, I think it was last Friday. Yeah. And they were talking about how they had, they were going back, I guess, looking at autopsy records for people that passed away before the coronavirus breakout was really known to be in the US. Right. And they were able to establish that one of the earliest deaths related to coronavirus was, I want to say in February, in Santa Clara. And the article is actually talking about somehow that being linked with the Consumer Electronics Show. And it actually made me rethink about it because I had forgotten that I actually got really sick during the CES show in Vegas this year. Um, I had crazy fever for like two or three days. I missed some of the show. I ended up having to um, you know, go home. I just was like bedridden, like aches, sore. And I had like this, the the... The nagging cough, yep. like a dry cough that just wouldn't go away. And I had it for a week or two after the show. And uh, I even went to the doctor and they just, you know, they're like, oh, it's not strep. It's, you know, it's just some sort of virus or yeah. whatever. And I always get the flu shot, but I completely forgot about all of that until I saw the article. And I was like, I wonder, was you know, was that the – was that coronavirus? Did I have it?
1: So it's, it's interesting you bring that up because my – so my mom – my sister one of my sisters myself I think my stepdad potentially my brother-in-law there was a a large like about when you got sick and right (laughs) dogs on FaceTime right when you got when you got sick about that same time I was really sick a bunch of my family members were really sick and the same thing crazy fever uh I I don't usually get sick enough that like I don't I I crawled from my bed to my couch and I ordered like, I had actually my mom dropped some stuff off for me. I had like, it was gnarly. And uh, I had had the cough afterwards too. Yeah, exactly. I was
0: wearing wearing the hotel uh, bathrobe under the covers in the room, freezing but sweating.
1: Right, right. Yeah, Yeah, it was Maybe that that is what it is because that's, you know, I mean, I didn't go to the doctor but and I I don't think anybody did, but we were all super sick. So I wonder if, it's already gone through once.
0: Yeah. But the the other thing is like, okay, great. Maybe I had it. Right. But at the same time, it's like either there's, there's two issues here. One is okay. It, there are tests available that can see if you have the antibodies in your system. So that, yeah. that way they can show that you have been exposed to it, but those tests aren't exactly the most accurate. Right. So because of this, this rush to get them out on the marketplace, it's, it's hard to say, how precise it is? Well, the article then, I saw
1: about those tests today said that most of them were tainted with coronavirus
0: themselves, right? right. So, so cool. The C- yeah, the CDC tests uh, were were uh, were tainted, and right. so that's an issue. But then the other thing is, is it hasn't been proven that even if you've already come down with it, that you would be immune to getting it a second time.
1: Exactly, and there's evidence that says both ways, right? So there's. Some say yes, some say no. Apparently cats can get it, which is bad from the perspective that they can, you know, travel with it and pass it back and forth to people again. It's, yeah, it's pretty crazy. My my uh, my cousin lives in Boston. She actually has it now. She just went to the doctor, uh, was really sick, went to the doctor, and they confirmed that that's what she's got.
0: And what did it feel like for her? Kind of the same thing that you think? I, I
1: don't know. I haven't talked to her. Um, I just, you know, I heard through my, my mom was telling me uh, when I talked to her yesterday
0: yeah so it's just like in and the crazy thing was like I remember being sick at cES in January, but at right. this point in January feels like it was almost a year ago
1: that's that's the other thing that's absolutely weird about this whole situation is that the time is i mean time normally goes fairly quickly, but the way things are working now, like I just realized it's almost may and what 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 happened
0: yeah and it's and it's interesting just and I think part of it is is just the amount of new stories new informations or just things that are just you're amazed every day like either the level of stupidity or right you, you know whatever it may be and it just makes it feel like time is crawling by
1: yeah it's i mean i you know today's the this is monday it's the 27th which if you had told me you know when we first talked earlier today if you had said hey yeah uh, you know it's the 11th the 4th? Yeah. The 1st of February? April? April? Yeah, yeah, sure. I yeah. believe you.
0: Not but if this yeah. makes sense anymore. Yeah, it's just... it's Months don't mean anything at this point. It's just...
1: <laughs> Not at all. And,
0: and, and days are really just yesterday, today, and tomorrow. Like, it's really... yeah. <laughs> those are the only days you need to know.
1: Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And even like the the... The weekends just feel like another day, but it I don't have to turn my computer on, I guess.
0: Right, or set an alarm clock or anything like that. And I mean, yeah. that is the other thing that's been kind of nice with this whole thing. We've been setting a, a pretty normal routine. Like we're getting up every day, trying to keep to like a, a somewhat similar schedule to our our regular non-coronavirus right. Uh, right. schedule. And, you know, we're showering, shaving, all that stuff, grooming and so it feels more or less normal other than the fact that it's like, all right, well, we can't really go out and do this or that store is not open. Right. But there is kind of a sense of normalcy. And the crazy thing is is to think about I started working from home on March 13th.
1: Yep. So That was a Friday. Fa-
0: yeah, that was a Friday. Right. It was Friday the 13th. Yep. And so the fact that we've been at this for six weeks pretty much is pretty pretty nutty but it doesn't feel like that it doesn't feel like it's been six months but at the same time it doesn't feel that we're in almost may
1: no like this could be week two uh from my perspective it could be week two but it also probably doesn't help that i've been working from home freelance for whatever forever yeah yeah yeah,
0: yeah i would say like you know for me this is like a week three kind of feel
1: yeah so you're not quite week six, but you're you know maybe halfway.
0: Yeah, because I mean I, I I can still recall going to the stores and nothing being on the shelves, right? And then I can recall the the panic buying with toilet paper and that all disappearing, you know. And so like those seem like those were like a week or so ago, a week or two ago, not a month and a half coming yeah. up on two months. So yeah, it's just a it's a very strange strange time but because it is such a strange and kind of once in a lifetime hopefully kind of experience uh we we meaning the uh the wife and 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 son and i we had a family photo shoots yesterday i was just
1: gonna ask you how that went
0: (laughs) yeah so we we've got a a friend that's a one of the little league moms so uh grayson's played on little league with one of her kids and uh, so we become friends, like on Facebook and social yeah. media. And she's a photographer. And so uh, she was posting pictures that she had done for some other family, where she's doing these social distancing front porch family photo shoots. So she'll roll up, and she'll be out in the street with a zoom lens, and the family can be posed on the on the front porch and the driveway. And some of these families are are doing it up in different ways. So. Yeah the one that she had posted, like the dad was working on his laptop with a TV tray in the driveway while the mom's like in a house coat and slippers holding a tray of baked goods. And the kids are just playing with chalk on the ground or whatever. But basically just trying to capture what it is those families are are feeling or going through at the time. So we did our photo shoot yesterday. and, And this isn't like a super fancy, like high end thing, this is, 50 bucks and a donation of a canned food item. But that's kind you know? of cool, though. But, yeah, it, it was totally fun. So the, the what we did is we turned that 60 toilet paper roll case of of TP into an accessory. We, we took them out of the box because each one of them was individually wrapped in paper. Right. And so we piled them up on the front porch and then – the way we did it is we kind of did it business above the waist, party below the waist.
1: So you did it like a Zoom meeting.
0: Yes. We Perfect. dressed up like a Zoom meeting. Perfect. So uh, I had like a regular shirt that I would wear to work, which in my case happens to be kind of an obnoxious Hawaiian print.
1: Yeah. You you get to be fairly casual.
0: Yeah. Yeah. But then my, my shorts, my socks, and my shoes were even more garishly conflicting. And my wife had a nice like uh, silk blouse top on. And then, uh, pajama pants and slippers. Mm -hmm. And so we took some shots from inside the house. So the photographer was out in the street, we were in our front window posing for photos. And so from the waist up, we look completely normal. And then we went out onto the porch and, uh, you could see how awesomely garish our, our outfits were.
1: That's awesome. And
0: then, uh, we started throwing a cup. We each had a roll of toilet paper and we threw it up in the air. So we have a couple of TPing uh, shots with the rolls flooding through the air, so that's bound, well, those, that's
1: bound to anger somebody.
0: Yeah, well, I mean, we rolled it back up and we put it aside. So, I mean, I'm not going to yeah. wipe my ass with it, but I mean, I could blow my nose or use I, it to clean it, up a mess or something.
1: It's just funny, actually. You know, it's funny because we, you know, we're week six and there's still half that stuff's missing. Like you still can't yeah. get half of that crap.
0: Yeah, you just have to go earlier in the morning. Is it, from. Is what I've seen because the times that I've been in a store like before ten a.m. Yeah, I've seen
1: it. That's been fine. Yeah,
0: yeah. It, you might not get your your first choice of preferred brand. Right. You, you know, if you want the uh the toilet paper that the bears use in the woods, you know that one might be unavailable.
1: So, so but, does she go back and edit all these photos, and then like when do you when do you get them?
0: So she just sent us the proofs today. Oh, that's quick. Pay- yeah, we got to pick out five. Okay, and then she'll she'll go back and color correct and, yeah, yeah. and uh, retouch them. But we can do that ourselves. So
1: yeah, that's um, pretty cool, though.
0: Once, yeah, she'll she'll send them over. I'm guessing sometime later this week. And so yeah, that'd be kind of fun. And it's just a it's a way of capturing this moment of insanity for us to look back on, like you know, five years later or ten years later or however many years later, and go, oh, remember this?
1: Right. So I saw one, I saw a family that did a pretty, a pretty funny one. They did. The photographer came and, <laughs> and, and they had some pretty big windows, I guess, at their house. And so the photographer shot everything through the windows. Nice. But it wasn't like in a, a creepy way. It was like a, uh, a fun way, right? Like, yeah, w- yeah, yeah. It, I, don't, I don't know. It wasn't like they were, uh, they were stalking Tom's. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So it, you know, it all worked out. Uh, but I'm I, those kind of things are pretty funny. There's there's plenty of photographers, I'm sure, out there right now not doing a whole lot that could potentially go do this kind of stuff for people.
0: Yeah, yeah. And so that was pretty much the, the highlights of the weekend. Although I will say my uh, my wife and son got the, the crafting bug just to have something to do and to yeah. kill time. So my wife and son have been making um, – Felted objects, and so they're basically they're recreating cactuses out of felt, and they're they're cutting and sewing them, and, and like fluffing putting the, like
1: stuff or something in them,
0: and stuffing them. Yeah, yeah, okay. And they have miniature little jars, or not jars, uh, little pot, little pots, like right, little right. Uh, ceramic pots, that they're they're mounting the the, the felt cactus into, and so that rec- my wife was looking for some sort of a, like ground cover to kind of fill in Seashells. the gaps between the pot. And the, the cactus. So she had to go to Joanne's for some crafting supplies.
1: So the craft stores are still open then?
0: Apparently Joanne's is considered okay. essential. And it might be because of the fabrics. Yeah, for it's masks. Because Joanne's and fabrics right. and crafts. For the masks. Right. So since they were open, my wife went. And she ended up having to, of course, wait outside, which is understandable. The one thing we found very interesting, though, is... The amount of customers that they let into the store at a single time was set at 19.
1: What? Why?
0: Right. Like, why not 20? Why not? 25? That's a, it's a
1: that's a 19. weird number.
0: And I don't know if there was some sort of calculation. They go, okay, this is how much square feet square the store you know. is. But they're this usually pretty employees. big.
1: They're pretty big stores. Yeah. That's weird.
0: So. Anyway, so 19, the other part that we were laughing at is, okay, so it's somehow an essential store, but I don't know if you've been into a Joanne lately. Most of the employees are over 65, like in the fabric area. Oh, right,
1: right, right. So they're being put at risk. Yes. Nice.
0: And so then you're like, oh, that's kind of shitty. You know, I got to get some craft supplies and you're this old person that probably maybe needs this job. Right. And. You're deemed essential. Yeah. Sorry? I uh,
1: Yeah, that's kind of frustrating. Huh.
0: It's a it's a shitty feeling. And then you're like, well, maybe I shouldn't go shop, and then it's like, but then maybe the store closes and they lose their job and you're right.
1: like It's kinda of catch twenty two, for sure.
0: Yeah. Huh.
1: Yeah. So. Well, so I well, yeah, and it's not like like fabric stores would have a really probably hard time doing like pickup at the curb because how do you Fabric's like one of those things you got to look at buttons and all the the, yeah, yeah, all the, notions and, the and stuff. Oh, notions that's what they're called yeah all that stuff like stuff you have to look at it would be really hard to shop that stuff online I would think
0: yeah yeah and so, so that was kind of that was their their activity that to kill time was the the crafting of of felt cactuses well she didn't and it
1: sounds like she didn't use seashells for the ground cover so what what ended up being the ground cover in the pots
0: it's like some white stone gravel like it's really small it, it almost looks like something you would put on the bottom of like a fish tank oh, or like yeah, an aquarium okay. yep it's like that but I think it's made it's meant for people that make small dioramas and they use that as oh yeah yeah
1: sure or like a train that, set
0: yeah yeah it's that kind of stuff it's something you would find in the model section
1: so are these are they did they make a bunch of them they just made one a piece like are these going on the Etsy they store
0: finished, they finished I want to say four uh-huh and They'll probably end up being gifts, is what my assumption is. Got it. But it's just like a – it's a tchotchke. I mean it's not like there's anything functional about it. It's, it's not like a business card holder. Or... But you've
1: seen Etsy, right?
0: Yes, I've seen Etsy. I'm
1: just saying like that's basically what it is.
0: Yeah, yeah. But I mean, it was a fun way for my, my, my wife and son to be sewing and no, stitching. Cool. So while 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 they were getting crafty, I uh, I did the opposite and I just watched James May – on his, uh, it's an older series, but it's streaming now, uh, Toy Stories.
1: Yeah, the first season is for sure on uh, Amazon Prime, because that's where I've watched the first season. Yeah, that's what it was, Amazon Prime. So it was
0: 2009 was when the first season was. The second season was 2014. And so in these, James May, um, and if you don't know the name, he's one of the three hosts of The Grand Tour, which is also on Amazon Prime.
1: Previously of Top Gear.
0: Previously Top Gear, right. And in this, he basically just follows a toy and explains the background of it and the importance to the, to the UK or to England and then does something with it on a bigger scale. Right. So in some of these, he's taken a, um, a scale model, like a small little plastic snap-together model of a Spitfire and built a life-size plastic Spitfire that a bunch of high school students assembled. Which
1: was pretty rad. That's, I think that's one of my favorite episodes. The ones that I've seen was one of yeah. the coolest ones.
0: I mean, they built a bridge out of an erector set. Yep. They built a working motorcycle that was electric.
1: See, so that's... I was, te- yeah, I was telling you that earlier. That's one I've not seen. So I, that must be from the second that's season. That's the season two, yeah. yeah. And,
0: and of course, because it's British TV, seasons don't mean the same thing over there as they do here. Right. So... Like a season here, you would think you get at minimum like 12 episodes or 20 episodes or something like that. In the UK, a season could be six episodes, four episodes. And I think this entire thing was only 10 episodes. I want to say it was six episodes in the first season and four in the second. Well, they have have
1: whole shows that are like six episodes and that's the entire show. Yeah. And they don't necessarily wrap up well either.
0: Yeah, the the office, the UK version, the original version of the office. I want to say was something less than like twelve episodes yeah, total. Yeah, super
1: short. And then they did uh, they did the movie. It was um, Ricky Gervais. He still plays the same character, and he's trying to be a touring rock star. Have you seen that?
0: No, I have not.
1: So it's a it's a movie. It's not called like the Office the movie or anything like that. But it's Ricky Gervais's character from the Office. He leaves. Uh, you know, he leaves at the end of the show. Spoiler alert, I guess, if you haven't seen it, not my problem. But he uh, he ends up like going on tour with his band, and it's sort of like a mockumentary about his band getting ready to go on tour and then going on tour. And just as you would expect, it's a disaster. David Brent, Life on the Road? That's the one. That's it. Yep.
0: Yep, the film catches up with Brent 12 years after the airing of the BBC mockumentary The Office to find out he is now a traveling salesman. But he hasn't given up on his dream of rock stardom.
1: Yeah. And, and that's not. a dream. Listen, if anybody out there is listening to this and your dream is to be a rock star, don't give up. But also give up. Depending on yes. how old you are.
0: Depending on how good you are. Exactly. This is on Netflix. If you wanted to stream it today. Oh, nice. Maybe that might be next weekend's activity.
1: There you go. I. Uh, <clears throat> what did I watch? Speaking of people from Top Gear, I saw an episode with Hammond, and it's like American Ninja Warrior, but it's like British uh, water park warrior, basically. I don't even know what it was called. But it was another show, and he was the host. It was awful.
0: Huh. It's like there one of those one obstacle
1: w- course shows, but it just wasn't very good.
0: Oh, interesting. Hmm. Huh? Yeah, and that's the thing. It's like, it's it's gotten to the point where like before you'd be all picky that there wasn't any like first run stuff that you really wanted to see on these streaming services. And now you just don't care. It's just something you, it doesn't matter if it's, you know, 10 years old or if it's on some, you know, no name actors. You're like, yeah, I'll watch this. I'm in.
1: Well, there is something actually first run that I really want to watch. And I need to just, I'm really bad about if I know something's longer than like 20 minutes I'm not necessarily going to commit, which is stupid because I'll watch 37 episodes of a 20 minute show in a row. Like, it makes no yeah, damn yeah. sense. But Apple TV Plus just announced, or I think it oh. just came out, the Beastie Boys documentary.
0: The Beastie Boys. Yeah. yeah. So I'm. Spike Jones, I think, directed it. Yep.
1: And, yep. Yeah. I'm pretty pumped to watch that. I just want to find a block where I can sit down and watch it and not have anything else come up because i feel like that's going to be one worth watching it's, they're calling it a live documentary which is not live so i don't know how that works but i think it's because they had them on stage and were oh. doing right so they were like talking about different stuff and and then they also show the documentary portion of it so i'm i'm pretty excited to to get a chance to watch that it looks really so, good
0: yeah that is something and i have i think I have a recent Apple TV, so therefore it comes with one year of Apple yep. TV Plus.
1: Yep, which so. is—I mean, hey, free year is a free year.
0: Yeah, I haven't actually watched a single thing on Apple TV Plus yet, so maybe that'll be my first you program.
1: Watch that, but then also watch uh, the Space Show. Ooh, that's nice. I can't think.
0: Yeah, of Yeah, I, I cool. heard about that one, but I was like, mm, not interested. Really, it's pretty good.
1: I mean, I, I yeah. really enjoyed it, but it's not like a. Yeah, I don't know. I enjoyed it. That's all. I started watching the the new season of Westworld. And then I oh, yeah? stopped watching the new season of Westworld after episode one. Because ju- it just did not hold my attention.
0: Was it just boring? Or was it
1: like... Mm, not necessarily boring. But like, th- there's nothing about it that I was like, oh, I'm so compelled. Or like, I'm drawn gotcha. in. Or, you know, you're just like, yeah, it's a show. And good for you. Yeah. Yeah. There's really nothing... Yeah, unfortunately. I did what else did we watch? I watched recently. Um Trolls. I finally saw Trolls that animated Pixar. I think it's Pixar. At your sister's
0: house? Or did you download it?
1: No, watch it? I watched it here and yeah, okay. Not the new you one. Paid for the first it. one that came out. The first one. Yeah, it was three bucks. Okay. Whatever. I mean it was yeah. Anyways. I paid three dollars to watch Trolls. Uh
0: Did you Did you get out your My Little Pony and do your Brony thing to trolls?
1: No. no. Oh God. Oh, speaking of Bronies, have we talked about the documentary that's on Netflix?
0: You might have mentioned it, but I don't think it doesn't come. The name of the documentary definitely doesn't come to mind.
1: Okay, I gotta look. I'm gonna look it up. But you, okay? Now,
0: do you know any Bronies in real life? I do not. It seems like a mythical person. Like I've, but at the same time, like, is that something you would publicly disclose? I, I mean, yeah, I, I mean the people that are
1: that are into it, it's called <laughs> Bronies, the extremely unexpected adult fans of My Little Pony. And it is on I'm pretty certain it's on Netflix.
0: But it's interesting that they say just adult fans. I mean I guess bro implies that they're dudes, but Yeah, the these whole are. No, the whole
1: thing is about uh oh it might be on Amazon or Netflix one or two. Anyways, the whole thing is about yeah the adult fans and typically they're adult males and well that's what the brony part of it is but i'm telling you i thought it was when i when i saw it it was one of those things you're browsing through netflix looking for something to watch and i saw it and i was like ah it's probably a mockumentary it's got to be a joke right yeah no 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 it's like for real
0: how cringeworthy is it like do you feel like all like
1: It's it's so uncomfortable, but like many train wrecks, (laughs) it's not something you look away from. And and weirdly, I've watched it twice.
0: And it's a movie, like it's a ninety minute documentary. It's a legit, yeah, it's an actual documentary.
1: Yep, yeah, yeah, it's an actual documentary.
0: Interesting. I might have to check that out.
1: Yeah, it's is it? It's not as bad as it's like it is so embarrassing, and the whole time you will be embarrassed for everybody in it. Yeah. But was this
0: one of those things that was made for, like, a Discovery Channel or, like, a TV network? Or was this, you think, purely made for a streaming service? Purely made for
1: streaming. But it also has, like, they do... So the, the whatever, the newest My Little Pony cartoon or whatever that came out, they talk yeah. to, like, the girl that came up with the, the ideas for it. They talk to voice actors in it. They talk to a bunch of people about... Bronies and fans, and all this other stuff, so it is It's pretty interesting. They go to a lot of cons, apparently, there's Brony Con now.
0: That just seems so strange. Did they have like, like I mean, a
1: full on rave? Yeah, they have like a big dance. I don't know, I don't get it.
0: Yeah, so is this something that they do intentionally, like in bigger cities like LA, Miami, New York, just because there's more of an audience and therefore a bigger number of attendees, a bigger number of bronies? That they show do up? it
1: all over the world and people travel all over the world to go to either a My Little Pony convention or a Brony convention there are musical artists that dedicate their music career to making music about My Little Pony they have laser yeah. shows they have like i this all sounds like i'm making it up like if if we were just sitting here i was like hey you know let me tell you about bronies and i told you all this stuff you'd be like bullshit you're making this up there's no way But, 100% accurate. Huh. Yeah.
0: Now, you've seen it twice. Is there anybody in that documentary that would be like, that guy seems normal. I could be, you know, he could be like my friend kind of thing. Or you're like, oh, dude, this guy's weird. Or everybody's weird.
1: So, some of the people that are voice actors are fine.
0: (laughs) Well, yeah, because, I mean, they're getting paid to do it.
1: Right. No, but I don't think that there's, as far as the fans go... Would I be yeah. friends with them? Probably not. If I was a voice actor and they were my fan, I'd be flattered. But I'm none of those things.
0: Yeah, because I mean, I, I, you know, people that play Dungeons and Dragons, I'm like, yeah, that's well, that seems somewhat normal. I have friends that play D- that, Dungeons so and Dragons.
1: Like- doesn't me. I go play Dungeons and Dragons. Right. I play with Lego. I mean, what? I can't really talk yeah, too yeah. much shit. We both do, but at the same time. It's just there is a
0: line and it's been drawn so yeah yeah this, for us. <laughs>
1: <laughs> we're
0: standing on this side I, of I'm the brony. yeah
1: line. I just took my finger drew it through the sand. not happening oh, yeah. yeah there's there's just something about even the word brony
0: yeah it's I, a little cringeworthy
1: I'm a brony. I wonder now if oh they also had like the you know the whole coming out story as well where the how they told their family the kid had to tell his, yeah, like, his family that he's a brony not that he's gay the The dad probably was like i'd rather you were dead um, yeah i know how to handle that i yeah, know how to ex-
0: handle this
1: exactly it was just it's so funny because they do like they talk to families they talk to all the people they talk to friends they talk to voice actors like it's it's interesting and i don't know if you've seen Did you watch the toys that made us
0: Yes. Did you yes, watch that was all on of them? Netflix. We, we watched it when we were in uh, Europe for my birthday.
1: Okay. So, like, the the My Little Pony one was super interesting.
0: Yeah. Right. They talked to the employees and, and like, the colors that they picked right. The design. But yeah.
1: other But otherwise, that's as far as it goes for me. I remember my sisters right. playing with them. I might have decapitated one or two.
0: Yeah, or at least cut the hair off or something. Yeah,
1: but that's it. I mean, there's no... I'm not gonna get, I'm not gonna get a, a My Little Pony tattoo. Unfortunately, I'm sorry. You thought about it just now, and I've come to the immediate <laughs> conclusion that no, the answer is no. Yeah, no, no My Little Pony tattoo for me. So
0: yeah, because you've got a, a fair amount of like '80s related stuff.
1: Yeah, all cartoon and video game stuff. Yeah, but yeah, notice, yeah. notice My Little Pony is absent.
0: Do you have Alf yet? No,
1: no. Doesn't fall into the. Cartoon. Actually, oh, yeah, wasn't there an yeah. Elf cartoon?
0: You could get the. I've uh, seen an
1: animated Elf.
0: Yeah, yeah. What was the TV show where the the daughter was a robot and had that really bad panel on her back? Vicky. T- small wonder. Small wonder. Is that it? Small wonder. Small wonder.
1: There was you two. There was get, small you wonder. W- w- Weren't there two robot girls, or was it just Small Wonder?
0: I think it was just Small Wonder. But you might need to get that robot panel tattooed on your back or something—the little door open and the circuit board exposed,
1: like a super weird techie tramp stamp.
0: Yeah, except that you know it's using internals out of like a, a three eighty six PC.
1: <laughs> it did. So there, I I knew I remembered this. There was an Alf the animated series. Ah, oh, I don't remember that one. It ran for two seasons. Nineteen eighty seven, it came on, ran for two seasons. It is. Weirdly, six out of 10 on IMDB
0: Well you know those critics are harsh I was I don't remember that but I I do remember the uh, the show Hammer Man, the cartoon show Hammer Man that followed MC <sighs> Hammer
1: I do remember that
0: and that one would you think it would have a higher or lower IMDB score
1: I want it to have a lower one, but I'm gonna guess it's like a seven.
0: No, it's a four point one.
1: Oh, really? This the way you it asked was, the question led me down that path.
0: Yeah, apparently, a cartoon based on an actual hip hop singer was too much of a stretch, but an alien a- that like uh, to eat cats.
1: Well, do you remember? Like, there was. Do you remember there was that really bad? There was that Ewoks animated cartoon that was terrible. That was yeah. eighty five, eighty six, something like that. There was. Uh, Oh, so there were two animated ALF shows. Do you remember Camp Candy with John Candy?
0: No, I don't remember that.
1: From 89 to 92, they had Camp Candy, which was an animated John Candy show. They had Mm -hmm. Beverly Hills Teens in 1987. Teddy Ruxpin got his own. Uh, Police Academy had a cartoon.
0: I I remember a lot of Saturday morning cartoons on ABC. like They would do a Saturday morning block of, of... cartoons or, or kids programming. And that's kind of one of the sad things about growing up these days is that doesn't exist anymore. Well, no, that's you just Saturday go on YouTube and
1: watch all the crap you want on YouTube. You just watch unboxing videos for some weird Yeah, reason. yeah.
0: Or you know, you now have Nickelodeon or Cartoon Network or all these other streaming services.
1: <laughs> Dude, do you remember Dino Saucers? Yeah. Okay, Dino Saucers. Remember Sky Commanders? No, I'm sorry. I'm stuck on a... Yeah. That one... Seems familiar. Rick Moranis had a, a show, Gravedale High.
0: That one that. I do not.
1: Pound Puppies.
0: Yeah, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Galtar sure, was... and
1: the Golden Lance. Oh. I have never. Yeah, heard. yeah, yeah. Do you remember that?
0: Mm-hmm. Kissy Fur? <laughs> yeah, I remember that one. Really? Do you remember a gem
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Gem and the Rockers. That was a good one. Yep, yep. Uh, There was a Duck Dodgers. There was Beetle. I remember Beetlejuice.
0: yeah. I remember that one. Alf, and had, a, I remember, Alf had a talk show. What was show? it? During the, the week, they would have. Uh, it was like Chippendales, Rescue Rangers. They would have Ducktales. Yep. Tailspin.
1: Oh, those are all like, the best. That was the best era.
0: Yeah, that was awesome stuff.
1: Okay, here's one for you. Did you know that Alf had a talk show?
0: Like a real one, like.
1: Yeah, and I'll. I'll I want you to guess what year Alf would have had a talk show.
0: I want to say it's like right around the um, Arsenio Hall era, like 90.
1: You are over a decade wrong. 1980? 2004. Or 2000. What? Yeah. Why on earth an 80s puppet was given a talk show in 2004 is beyond me. And it also had. So, you know how uh, Conan's got Andy? Yeah, yeah. Like a sidekick? You want to guess mm-hmm. who, who Alf's sidekick was?
0: I would have no idea.
1: Ed McMahon.
0: That's like right.
1: Publisher's Clearinghouse, Ed McMahon.
0: Yeah. Well, was it he also Johnny Carson's sidekick? Was he? I think he was.
1: I don't, yeah. I, honestly, I don't know. I can't answer. Oh, here's why. The, it was on the network TV Land. You remember that garbage?
0: Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. They were just playing reruns of. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Leave It to Beaver and.
1: Yeah. That makes more sense. Man, I, I I'm I'm half tempted later on to pull up a clip on YouTube of Alf's talk show. Although maybe not. I did re-watch uh this was I mean this was a few years ago, but uh they, they put Fraggle Rock on Netflix and that was yes. growing up one of my absolute favorite shows and I don't know if I've warned you about this before, I may have. Do not watch it. It's not as good as you remember. Just it will ruin everything about it. It does not hold up well.
0: Is it just because of the fact you're looking at it in higher resolution than it was designed to be in or was No, no, no. F-
1: it's got nothing to do with like the resolution. I, I can accept that. It's just God awful. Huh? And it's so, but it's so such a bummer because I have such like fond memories of it. And then yeah. you watch and you're like, wow, this is terrible.
0: Yeah. It's, I mean, the song is just it's uh, weird.
1: The, the, earworm. the, yeah, Totally. But the the Yeah, it just it just doesn't hold up well is the point. So I'm I'm saving everybody. And if you do decide that you're gonna go watch it anyways, eh, not my problem. Not my fault.
0: Just watch the uh, Alf TV show, the the night late night show as a palate cleanser afterwards. Yeah.
1: Watch Alf instead. Man.
0: Yeah. <laughs> What That's was the your, other your,
1: there was that other so there was alf what well there were some other good TV shows back then uh Mr. Belvedere
0: yeah Mr. Belvedere, different strokes yeah. um what was the one yeah, silver spoon there silver Spoons. Do, and then
1: uh what was the one with uh, uh oh God Willis, what you talking about willis
0: different strokes
1: was that different strokes? yeah oh yeah and then there was the other one the other one had the uh oh man i am totally blanking on all these shows now um webster there's webster there was webster's what he had like the secret passages right was that webster or different strokes
0: yeah no i think it was webster and then he always called the mom ma'am yeah
1: and then there was uh uh the one with trudy and like all the looks like the foster oh. home yeah which and if you see pictures now it's it's funny like how they get these people that are like 25 26 to play you know 15 16 year olds or high school students i never i never noticed it until i got older
0: yeah it's like watching Beverly Hills 90210 now and you're like oh dude those people are all old
1: yeah they're like 30 year olds playing playing actual high school students yeah totally yeah but whatever yeah i i i wouldn't mind like a good 80s movie night binge or not yeah. 80s movies, I should say eighty TV show.
0: Well, even that. I mean, even movies. I mean, Goonies yep. is a great one. Like any of the uh, Indiana
1: the, Jones. The cast of Goonies just reunited. I missed it. But they did a thing where they got the whole Goonies cast together. And just did a, they reunited them. It might be on, I saw something about it on Facebook, I think it was, or, or Instagram.
0: Oh, yeah. yeah that might be
1: recorded. It's pretty cool. I've been to did, Mikey's house.
0: Yeah, up in Astoria.
1: Yep. Around the corner from that is the school from *Kindergarten Cop*. Ooh. One of probably Schwarzenegger's best roles, to be honest with you.
0: I liked him in *Last Action Hero*. I hate that movie. I don't. (laughs) Let me
1: let me clarify. I don't hate that movie. The kid that was in it annoyed me. Oh yeah. Yeah, but the so this is actually pretty funny. We were, um, what were we doing? I I don't. Oh, it was Earth Day. And a, I had a picture of Arnold Schwarzenegger and I I asked my <laughs> asked my niece, I showed her a picture of Arnold Schwarzenegger said, who is this? Because it was some Earth Day picture with him and like rabbits and crap. I guess he was the Earth Day ambassador at one point or something. But she, she looks at it and goes, oh, it's John Kimball. <laughs> so she knows him as John Kimball and I... That's that's one of the best things I've ever heard. That's so amazing. She doesn't.
0: That's pretty good.
1: Yeah, she didn't know who he like. It's not Arnold Schwarzenegger. That's John Kimball. And then she started running lines from from uh, from <laughs> from that movie, and she's got it down. She's got this little little accent and everything. It's so funny. We
0: we were uh, we were playing music in the house over the weekend. We were playing um, just Sonos and through I think Pandora through Sonos. Yeah. And uh, Guns N' Roses' Paradise City comes on. And my son started singing along, and I was like, you know the words to this? And he's like, yeah. I'm like, really? Rad, yeah. That's cool. He's been uh, exploring our iTunes playlist, and so he's been downloading them onto his iPad, and while he's playing something on the Xbox, he just has the iPad sitting next to him just playing background music, more or less. And uh, yeah, he's familiar with the Guns N' Roses catalog now.
1: That's pretty rad.
0: Yeah, I mean, that was all kind of his own self-discovery, but it was kind
1: of fun. Do you guys have you have a PlayStation and an Xbox or just an Xbox?
0: Just an Xbox, mainly oh, okay. because of the the driving games. Well, Gran Turismo say, hasn't been out in a while for PlayStation.
1: Yeah, the, what, the last one came out a couple years ago. I don't have the new Gran Turismo, but what I was going to say is that PlayStation Plus through May 4th is uh, Dirt, uh, Dirt Rally 2 is free. Right. Oh. I got an email about it. So I downloaded it. We'll see. I haven't played it yet.
0: Yeah, so my son has Dirt 2. He's got the Crew 2. He's got Forza,
1: he got Forza Horizon, Horizon 3 and 4. Right. right.
0: Forza Motorsport 6 and 7. And then he's got a wheel and some pedals. But he actually prefers playing with the uh the the controller mainly because of the he's it's just more comfortable for him sitting on the sofa to be kind of like laid back and
1: Yeah, I'd like to make like a I, you know, a little setup, but and then where do you put it? Like, do they just take up so much room?
0: Yeah, that is kind of the, uh, that's, I guess the adulting part of us. Right. Cause when we were younger, we're like, Oh hell yeah, I'm going to get this, this simulator seat rig cockpit thing and wire it all up. But then it's like, people are going to come over to the house and see that. What the hell? It's like,
1: I had a a roommate that uh, Chris, my my buddy Chris McCrary, we used to be roommates, and we had literal car seats that came out of my wagon when I put race seats in it that were in our living room as video game chair slash regular seating. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, whatever. Just wasn't. But I mean,
0: you're that, not saying that's acceptable, but I mean, it's almost understandable
1: compared to two single dudes in our early 20s. Right.
0: But compared to this mounted to like some rig, some chassis thing that's holding up your monitors and you've right. got, you know, a uh, high dollar steering wheel and pedal. If, if
1: I had like a ton of room and it was like, let's say I had like a media slash game room.
0: Okay. Right. And, but putting but it in the I, middle of the living room is a little much. Yeah.
1: It doesn't really go with my Eames chair, to be honest with you.
0: Ah, there you go.
1: I guess I could I, think, I could probably build a rig that slides up to the chair, but then where do you put when you're not using it? Where do you put it?
0: Yeah. 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 it's, it's kind of the same thing with like my home audio gear. Like growing up when I was living on my own, I always had a, a pretty involved home theater system. Right. You know, but the thing is that they're just big black cabinets, you know, for the, the speakers yep. and the, the, the receiver and the amplifier and all this stuff. And so when I, when I moved in with my girlfriend at the time with Jeanette, I had a a big screen TV. That was fine. But the the home theater setup, she didn't really care for so much. So I never really installed it. And we were just renting a place and so it was fine. But when we bought the house, it was kind of the same thing. She's like, "Mm, yeah, I don't really want these big black boxes occupying all this real estate in the living room.
1: So Well, she's got a fair argument.
0: yeah, Yeah. Yeah. And so that went away. And so that's been replaced with a Sono setup just because they're smaller, wireless and more aesthetically pleasing.
1: A lot of the soundbars uh, now are really nice too, so.
0: Yeah. 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 So that was a, a decent compromise. And it for me, it's a lot easier because I don't have to, from a usability standpoint. Yeah. Like I used to, before I, ha- I had to have the Harmony remote. It's like, oh, you want to watch a movie? Hit the DVD button. Right. Oh, you want to watch TV? Hit the TV button. And it was doing all these programming shortcu- uh, shortcuts that really kind of complicated just the simple act of watching something. Right. So, with a Sonos setup, it's it's all running whatever the TV's displaying. That's what you're listening to, so it's just way easier to hand the remote to somebody that's never used it before, and they can figure it out.
1: Well, what you should do then is take all of that if you still have all that gear, and when you do, you've been talking about doing a kind of a garage remodel. Make them built-ins in the garage, and have like a bitchin' setup in the garage.
0: Yeah, that is. That has come up. So, because my wife has kind of taken over the garage as her as her workspace during this work from home time, she's look at my current garage organization, and it's and it's pretty organized. It's just it's not it's all visible. Like there's not doors hiding stuff. So I have you don't have cabinets. With,
1: you just have stuff like shelves.
0: I have shelves with totes on it. I have yeah. gorilla racks hanging from the ceiling with suitcases and totes and some other stuff. I have a table saw that's out in the open, an uh, air compressor that's out in the open. Uh, so it's just, it's put away, but it's it's visible. And so she's like, why don't you do a, you know, get your the garage you want and get some cabinets and, and do that. That way everything's behind a door. So you've kind of reduced how visible stuff is. I'm like, all right, it's not a bad idea. But trying to figure out what I want to do, how I want to package stuff, and then trying to, figure out what I actually do in the garage. Yeah. You know, to kind of figure out the ideal workspace. Because, I mean, it's it's one thing, like, when you're doing a kitchen remodel, it's like, okay, you know you need a stove, you know you need an oven, or and you know you need a fridge and, and a microwave and a sink. And so those things are kind of fixed. But with this, it's like, well, where do I want to put, like, my cleaning supplies? Or where do I want to put my power tools? Do I need a big workbench surface? Or do I need, like, a a mobile tabletop. And it's like trying to figure out what I really need is kind of a challenge.
1: Yeah. And you know, yeah, it, it can be, you can get in a situation like my mom's garage. They've got a pretty big garage. It's three cars, three and a half cars kind of, but it's uh they did almost all cabinets. So it's not usable from a, like working in the garage point of view. Right. Right. And then, so that's kind of, you know, that's kind of a weird way. So you have too many cabinets. You could have, you know, not enough workspace. You could have not enough cabinets. You could have, yeah, really sitting down and figuring out how you're going to jangle all that stuff together is kind of critical. Yeah, and
0: I would actually say, uh, I would think a three-car garage would simplify for me because I would just take over that single-car garage. Right. And just do the cabinets in that one section, and the rest of the garage would just be, you know, free and clear. Right. But I have a a two-car garage that is quite narrow. Like, to the left side of the garage door, I might have 10 inches. Right. And to the right side of the garage, I might have 12 inches. So I don't have a ton of depth. And then about three-quarters up the garage, I have a little nook where my my toolbox sits. Which is perfect. For the toolbox, which is nice. But from a cabinet standpoint, whatever I do, I will be losing Square footage, I guess, or floor space in the garage, right, right. but the cabinets I'm looking at are twenty four inches deep, which is about two feet shallower than the huge workbench that I have against the side of the garage now
1: but so so then would you put another workbench up against the back wall
0: yeah we have we have, a, we have a chest freezer up okay. there now, yeah, yeah, and that's kind of been like the mini. Workspace just because it's close to the door to the house, yeah. And we can and set it's flat. stuff on it, yeah. So, I might do something like a, a workbench right next to it, mm. and so kind of have that visually like a, a countertop surface going all the way across, even though one of it's a, free, a freezer door versus an actual like wood, right, uh, surface or a steel surface. But, anyways, yeah, just trying to figure it out, and so I was playing around with some different websites, and just to do the back wall of the garage was like two grand. That's not bad. It's not bad, but it's just that one wall and it's like, okay, well, what do I do with this side wall where my current workbench is at, where my table saw is at and so it's just like trying to figure it out and then it's, it's this whole idea of like, well, and again, it's it's trying to figure out what I'm really going to do with this garage and what do I really need to put where and what makes sense and, it's, there's a lot of crap and it's like, well not necessarily crap. It's just a lot of stuff. Right. You know, I, I have totes of holiday decor. I have totes of, uh, you know, AV cabling or AV project stuff is in a tote. I have a bunch of bins with like a bunch of different screw, nut and bolt hardware. And
1: yeah, I'm in a, I'm in a, I mean, I live, you know, I rent an apartment, but I'm in a weird spot or a great spot. I should say where I have a, a two car garage and it's a pretty good size. And I I kind of ran into some of those issues too because I unfortunately my forerunners doesn't fit in it my truck didn't fit in it but now I've had some organizational challenges where I have put up a bunch of shelves and I have totes and things but every it's not really well done so I I <laughs> a couple weeks ago I went out to sort of start rearranging everything and looking through and getting rid of a bunch of stuff because I've got dude I have a, a whole tote this this entire sealed tote that as far as I can tell is full of old like weird RGB cables and crap. Right. Like stuff you no longer need. Yeah, exactly. So I need to throw a bunch of it out uh, and then reorganize and then make it kind of in a logical way. And I've got so much like all my cleaning and motorcycle chemicals and, you know, all the chain lubes and all that shit is all to the point where it's just kind of thrown on a shelf. Yeah. And I always go and I'm like, okay, I'm going to rearrange it. And I rearrange it and it lasts an hour. Right. So I need to go back in there and get rid of some stuff and rearrange some things. Like there's, I, I just gave up. So there's literally, uh, wheels and tires stacked up at the front of the garage, blocking one of my motorcycles because I was like, I, I can't deal with this right now.
0: And part of it is like, okay, well, do I do some Gorilla Rack shelving and yeah. then just get more totes? So that's it's kind of out of sight, but again, it's not as clean aesthetically as behind cabinet doors.
1: Yeah. And that's that's the compromise, right? But even but cabinet door, I mean, you figure you're going to lose another inch ish.
0: Right, of depth. Yeah. So these cabinets are 24 inches deep, so that'll fit like the Rubbermaid totes sideways. Yeah. those are about 18 inches, I think.
1: Depending on what size you get, yeah.
0: Depending on what size you get. So those would fit in there with some room to spare. So it's like, all right. But yeah, again, it's just trying to figure out, how do I want to store stuff? And then it's like, okay, some stuff I use quite regularly. Other stuff, I see it once or twice a year, so then it can be put in this other spot. So it's just... It's trying to figure out all the pieces and then picking a solution that I think will work. Right. Because I would hate to spend this money, put all this work into it, and be like, "Oh, this sucks." Or it doesn't it's a actually. Has to yeah, do this.
1: Doesn't actually work out for you. Yeah. Right. I like having all my stuff in, you know, those the totes with the little claspy. Yeah, yeah. Foam sealed lid deals, but I like them because I can say, okay, I know I'm going camp, like truck camping. So here's the three totes I need. I know right. I'm going motorcycle camping, so dump this crap into my waterproof bag. This is the stuff I need. I know I'm gonna do this project. I you know, I, I don't have much like, let's say, stuff that's like family pictures and old artwork from being a kid and things like that. Like I don't have a yep. lot of that. And I I actually what I should do is convince my mom to let me use part of her attic because they've got so much freaking space. But anyways, it, it's it's cluttered in a way that my garage is just cluttered for no reason. However, wheels and tires tomorrow, fingers crossed, so we'll uh, that'll free up some space. Are you getting sold? No, I'm getting wheels and tires put on the truck tomorrow.
0: Okay. Okay. Yeah. So I've got well, the do new ones. What are you with your takeoffs? You're just replacing the so brand new wheels. I am. I'm gonna end takeoffs. up selling
1: the takeoffs. Okay. But at least, so right now it's four boxes and five tires. When I have gotcha. that, it'll be wheel and tire together, so I can stack those easier in the corner. Yeah, right, or kind of out of the way because the way they are now, it just there's no.
0: Right, it's you got huge more so. boxes filled. Yeah, cargo boxes filled with the wheels. Yeah,
1: exactly. So I'll get that all rearranged, and that'll be nice, and I'll have yeah. some extra room. And yeah, and the
0: other thing is, is like I got some weird, not weird stuff, but weird shaped things. Right, right. I have I have a couple of ladders. You know, I've got a miter saw. It's like, do I put those in cabinets or do I leave them out? And if I leave them out, I think what I'll do is if I end up doing the cabinets, I, I think I'm going to just build a new uh, base for the table saw that I yeah. can put more of the power tools inside of it, and then I can make a a an adapter for the miter saw to sit within the tabletop surface mm. of the table saw. So, because part of me is like, ah, oh, you know, I use it. Rarely, But when I need it, it's awesome to have. The miter saw I use on a more regular basis.
1: Um, I, I mean how often though do you really – Then that's, that's the other thing I really want to look at is how often I actually use stuff. Like how often do you really use a table saw?
0: Right. And, and part of the reason like, I don't use it as often is because it's, it's behind three bicycles that we have sitting on – the parts on the ground. Like if right. I could hang the bikes up, then the table saw would be more accessible – But the miter saw because I can pick it up and move it, I use that more often. So it it is one of those things where it's like I'm lucky I have, you know, a a circular handsaw. I have a miter saw, but then I have a table saw. So it's like one of them is much more accurate than the others, but the others are more convenient and more accessible. So it's right.
1: And depending on what you're doing, you don't necessarily need that.
0: Yeah, yeah. yeah. But it's again, it's I, I the table saw I've had for an crap I've had it for maybe 10 years now yeah I bought it actually right after I bought yeah. this house and so I use it on a couple of home improvement projects I built my uh I have an accent wall in my master bedroom that kind of sits behind the headboard mm-hmm. and I made a raised panel wall and so I used the table saw to make that and that was a, a fun project but I've used it for other projects here and there but
1: did more you get, projects? you probably got your money out of it so if you sold yeah. it not that big of a deal and
0: yeah i think i paid maybe like 300 bucks for it back in the day and so i could easily get 300 bucks for it today right so the question is should i just sell it and then gain that floor space because i mean it's taking up i always say probably a four foot by six foot spot in the floor of the floor floor, of the garage floor
1: I think, you, like I said, you put a pulley system in, or maybe we were talking about this off air, but put a pulley system in like you would do a convertible top and right up to the ceiling. And then, you know, it hovers over a hood when you park in there.
0: Yeah, it's just a cast iron top on that table saw dang overhead. I mean, that thing's not light.
1: No, no, no. But, you know, you're you're asking about options. There's one way to not get rid of it.
0: I know, I know. And the other option is just buying a smaller 10 inch table saw, right. Uh, you know, like a DeWalt, you know, one that you can get like at a big box store and just stashing that in a cabinet when I don't need it. But I, I like the fact that this, that this has the bigger infeed and outfeed tabletop. So I can put sheet goods on it pretty right. easily and it supports it better than a smaller one would. But for as often as I use it, that's the other trade off. So it's, it's it is kind of that that gut check. It's like, okay, what do I really need to have access to? What do I need to be able just to put away and never deal with? Yeah. So. Yeah.
1: Well, you're not. You're probably not ripping four by eight sheets too often.
0: No, because I I can't really get the four by eight sheet home. I don't have a truck. So I know most of guy. the time, I'm getting them ripped down to close to what I need, right. and then I'll do the final final cut here at home.
1: Well, yeah. So then get rid of it. But it's so powerful. I know, but we're you know we're gonna it's- we're reconducing your your garage.
0: You're trying to.
1: No, I'm not. I really don't care. I think you should keep it personally. But you know, if you're trying to gain <laughs> floor space, yeah, I don't. I mean, dude, I've got like three broken air ratchets that I swear I'm gonna get around to rebuilding. So I'm not the one to tell you to get rid of stuff.
0: What kind of uh, air ratchets are they?
1: Uh, I don't know. I'd have to look. They're nothing like super. They're I've had them for.
0: Not off of a tool yeah, truck like Snap On or Matco
1: or something. No, I used to have a really nice uh, set of Snap On stuff that we don't get into the dollar amount, but that got stolen. had My whole toolbox stolen at one point. So this is all kind of stuff Oof. I've cobbled back together. Yeah, it's pretty rough. Yeah, but, that's
0: a bad memory.
1: Yeah, it's cool. I really, that's pretty, so I don't have like I never bought really nice tools again after that because I wasn't working in the shop the shop too much so. That's fine. Yeah, yeah
0: that's fine. like a lot of my hand tools, like the, the sockets and the wrenches and stuff, were just craftsmen. Just because it was decent, yep. affordable. Um, and if you lost it, it wasn't the end of the world. But a couple of the tools that I use like quite often are Snap on, yeah. but they were stuff that was harder to misplace if that makes sense. Like it's it's stuff you only have one of. So you wouldn't notice when it went missing or you would notice if it went missing.
1: I have a lot of like snap-on screwdrivers. I do have a lot of snap-on sockets. Um, Stuff too, like when I I worked for Subaru, they used to do these promotions where if you, you know, your chemical order, they'd send you a socket or a screwdriver. So I would get stuff through that. My snap-on guy would give me stuff. Um, But I haven't like purposely, I just, I have a lot of, random crap too i mean if you ever need to you know check your timing on your old carbureted car you let me know
0: nice i've got two timing lights
1: what the what do you frick do you need two timing lights for
0: well if you're gonna have a gunfight with timing lights you each need
1: one i guess
0: i i i want to say snap on was my very first quote unquote credit account having a, a truck account with the snap on truck guy i can see that was my first line of credit yeah I was eighteen working as a car stereo installer at Circuit City and the Snap on guy would come by because we weren't too far from the auto mall. Yeah. So he would come by because we were next to the freeway. He would come by and not very regularly, maybe like twice a month, but enough to get stuff I needed and, and to you know, pay it off right. after a couple of, of visits.
1: Yeah, man, Snap on will finance anything. You want a fifty thousand dollar toolbox, fifteen, you know, or fifty thousand dollar toolbox eighteen year old kid, no problem. Yeah. Dude, there, hey, was a, there was a guy that used time. to work for me that was super young, and I told him, he bought this freaking like $3,000 toolbox, and I was like, do not buy this. You don't need it. Get the smaller one. You don't even have tools to fill it. Bought it, decided, right. you know, two weeks later, oh, I don't want to be a mechanic anymore. And what you know the, Oh, but, shit. But, but it's rad, because Snap-on will buy it back, right? But they're going to give you a quarter of what you paid for it.
0: Right, right. I yeah. mean, it's where I they mean, he, make their money. Dude, he
1: got hosed on this thing. What an idiot!
0: Yeah, I, I never did anything big like that. I think the most I ever owed, like the Snap-on truck, guy at any time was maybe like two, three hundred bucks.
1: Oh, yeah, that's not bad I, at all.
0: Yeah, that's nothing. Yeah. That's all small, small scale stuff. Yeah. I mean, would I love to have like a a, a huge Snap-on or Maco box? Yeah, but do I need one? No.
1: Well, I mean, it depends on how you define need. And I'm sure between the two of us, we could make it a need.
0: Yeah, but I mean, like, I have a a 53 inch rolling tool chest. It's a stainless steel chest that I got from Costco. Yeah. Like a a bajillion years ago. And I want to say it was maybe 800 bucks at the time and it's stainless steel. So, I mean, it's heavy gauge. It's real nice. Yep. And it's, I haven't run out of room. I mean,
1: I have I have t- I have a, a small like rolling you know double height tool chest and I've got a like a one that you got to tote around like in you know old school style but it does yeah. what I need it to do and it's got all the tools in it I have I, think I have freaking tools everywhere I got a tool bag in here in in the studio actually it's got I've got a tape measure and a level and a screw gun and all kinds of stuff I mean what do you, you know yeah. what do you mean so yeah I don't need more tools right now although. One of my favorite things about you know when you start first start like working on stuff and learning things or whatever was always the best excuse to just oh nope I definitely need this other tool, so it's a great excuse. Yeah.
0: I was talking to a buddy earlier today and I was talking about you know I'm going to mount cabinets in the garage but the problem is is the back wall of the cab- of the garage is a shear wall. Yeah. So it's it's regularly framed you know with studs wooden studs but that entire behind the drywall is oriented strand plywood. So it's right. three quarter inch plywood that lines that entire back wall, which makes it difficult to easily find the stud because a stud sensor has to go through that drywall, right. go through the plywood and then find the stud. And my buddy was like, oh no, no, you got to get this cheap $9 stud finder that's literally just high power magnets.
1: I have one of those. Yeah. yeah. He's
0: like, it's the greatest thing ever. He's like, all those other, what is it? Like the, the Zenco stud the finders ones? that are like ultrasonic and straight yeah. up bullshit. Just these magnets, they'll find the screw heads, they'll find the nail heads, and that's where you know your stud's at. I'm like, all right, I'll I, go check
1: it out. I have one of those, and it uh, currently is on the refrigerator being used as a refrigerator magnet.
0: Yeah, he says he hangs his up just using the existing screws in his wall. That's how it's right. held up.
1: Yep, yep, that's how mine was in the my shop in Oregon, too. I mean, it's I've had that thing forever, actually. I have a level that's the same. It's one of those magnetic, the, the small levels that's yeah. just stuck to the top of my toolbox.
0: Yeah, so that might be my next tool purchase. I mean for ten bucks, I mean, how can you really lose?
1: Yeah, you I think they're yeah, they're ten bucks on Amazon. So
0: yeah. you don't even have to hey, go anywhere. Lowe's has
1: it. Yeah, well you don't even have to go to Lowe's if you don't want to.
0: Well, true, but Amazon and their and their shipping times for non essential items mean I get it sometime in June.
1: Yeah, but you know what's funny? I ordered something the other day. Oh, I will okay. <laughs> I'll tell you this Did you and then your I'll tell deodorant? you. Something. I was gonna say I'll tell you, I'll tell you about that in a second. So I uh, I ordered something the other day and it said, gonna get it in end of May. Haha, ha, just kidding. It was here in two days. So yeah, I, their yeah, estimates it, are pretty off.
0: They, they are coming up. Like I got Grayson a, a case for his iPad. For, for his birthday, he got a new iPad mini. Oh, sweet. The iPad he had was, I think, four or five years old and yeah, it was starting to go. Only, well, it was still able to be updated with the OS. Oh, good. But it was only a 16 gig. Oh, so, oh, right, right, right. Yeah, you put two movies on it. You got to delete an app kind of thing.
1: It's pretty amazing how much space things take up now and a terabyte is like normal for for a storage space, right? For sure, for sure. Where, but on
0: your mobile device, not so much.
1: Well, my I think my phone's 512. 512, yeah.
0: Yeah, I think, I think my so. phone's 128.
1: Okay, yeah, so, uh, but that's still, I mean, that's a ton of room. Yeah, 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 yeah. But
0: it's also at the same time. I look at my messages, and you can look at how much memories yeah, what's is that? occupied or used by certain apps. And messaging for me is a lot because I'm sending people GIFs. I'm sending them photos. I'm sending them browser links, and all of that stuff ties up space. So, like, again, because I got plenty of spare time, I was going <laughs> through and deleting files from each specific conversation. Right. So right messages that i've shared with you i've had to go back and go all right i don't need those pictures i can save that and get rid of that that's that occupied space on my phone
1: well because that's about i mean i think most of our messaging is probably so The same thing with a lot of my other friends and yeah there's no you know the amount of stuff that's on there i've never unla- allowed that i shouldn't say never but for the most part i don't delete text strings i don't like there's no point i have so much space yeah so right. so it would be interesting to go through and start cleaning some of that stuff out and, like, just go to the bottom and see the people from eight years ago I haven't texted in eight years. I could probably yeah. go to those conversations.
0: Well, and I think what it is is because my phone will flash. It will give me that, that notification in the settings saying your storage is almost full. Right. And when you look at it, you still have 10 gigs. And you're like, that's plenty of room. What are you talking about?
1: Yeah, I have, I have a lot of uh, photos is what I end up having. I've got, like, 80 gigs of photos or something like that.
0: Is that like a brag, a humble brag? I got no, lots no, 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 no. It's
1: not. It's not a humble brag at all. It's just saying that I have a lot of photos, and that's, you know, I a. It's mostly what I've I've got. It is taking up my memory as photos, and I'll use, I'll back them up, and I've got you know a couple external hard drives that have them on there as well. So, yeah, just in case, I I,
0: yeah. I back them up. I but I don't do any sort of like I don't do iCloud, like I don't pay for iCloud storage. But I do have a Time Machine on, on my. Uh, On my mac and my phone will back up to the mac and that mac will back up to the external hard drive so i do have you know redundant backups but i I, I don't have
1: any cloud storage well you get you get five gigs i think it is of cloud storage with apple uh, right for free right and i look at 50
0: gigs is like 99 cents or something it's
1: yeah it's something stupid like that i think it's like three dollars for a terabyte or something like they sent me because it i get those notifications that your cloud's almost full yeah. And I and I looked at it and it's a thing where I'm like hmm if I drop I don't know Hulu I could get this right and or if I drop whatever one of these many subscriptions now that we went from paying 60 bucks for cable or 80 120 bucks for cable to 120 bucks for a mishmash of other crap if I drop one of those it'd be well worth it I mean I I was surprised at actually how cheap the storage is cuz yeah if it's 50 gigs yeah. for for 99 cents. That's kind of crazy.
0: Yeah, so $12 a year you got 50 gigs in the cloud. Right.
1: But for you know, 36 bucks a year you got a terabyte. I mean, that's Do I trust the cloud? That's my question. Is the cloud a fad? Maybe.
0: Well, I guess you I mean, you assume that the cloud backs itself up, right?
1: I don't know. I do know that there's insane amount of server farms being built. Like they're, where? They're a lot of like in the middle of Nevada, they just put up oh, these yeah, huge yeah, buildings. Exact- yeah. They just put up these giant buildings and it's just all servers inside. And that's where the cloud is. Like, the cloud still is a physical thing. Right. Right. Well, I mean, some people apparently don't understand that, but that's. Well, the internet is a series of tubes. Wait, what?
0: Oh, a couple. Yeah. <laughs> okay. A couple of years back, there was a senator. Yeah. I believe that made that statement that said the internet was a series of tubes well
1: he's not not he's not totally wrong so you're like, saying that what I would you call a five? switch down
0: my throat tube and putting
1: a flashlight at my butt no please don't do that by the way that get those- so do you remember in cocoon where they glowed like at the end remember like the aliens yeah, like yeah the, they yeah. glow yeah. like mm-hmm. is that what you would look like after you did that
0: no you know, well, did you ever put your finger up against a flashlight and see the light glowing through the fingertip? Yeah, yeah, that's always fun.
1: But maybe, the, like, but maybe the bleach will change the color. Yeah, you glow red, et. Uh
0: huh. Yeah, yeah, that that is my 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 coolest superhuman trick.
1: To make your Looks finger super red. Superhuman trick, yeah. Ah, oh. that's not real. I mean, I yeah, I'm not gonna ruin your world. That's pretty awesome. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I can not make my finger glow.
1: <laughs> so funny. Like the oh, fact that boy. we all
0: carry flashlights in our pocket,
1: we carry just, everything in our pocket. Like there is a tiny little device in your pocket that has every piece of information nearly ever
0: on or access to it. Access to it, or yeah. Access to it
1: yeah. yeah. And I mean, that's just that's mind-boggling. Yeah, it's cool. I think it's it. I don't know. I'm. I think I'm glad that I grew up in a time before computers or before they were prevalent anyways, I'm, you know, before cell phones, before, before all that stuff, I think it gives you some perspective, but like my nieces and nephews have no clue. I was trying to explain something to one of these kids one day and they were just like, okay, buddy. Yes. That was not having to
0: actually rewind a movie.
1: Yeah. Yeah. I want to find a VHS tape and take it over and see what they think it is. I like, do you ever watch those YouTube videos of the kids that like, They, they get them to try and turn on an old PC or,
0: or or dial a rotary phone. Yeah. Yeah. They're, they're pretty interesting. Or they give the kid a Walkman and a cassette and go play this and they can't figure out how to, yeah.
1: Right. Yeah. Yeah. Which is, it's actually pretty interesting because I, and again, I think that's because we grew up with this stuff, but it's intuitive. I didn't, I I would never have thought that a Walkman is not intuitive. (laughs)
0: Do you think our generation at some point is going to have to depend on younger family members for technical support when we're older? Or do you think that we're always going to be able to go, okay, I can figure this out?
1: I want to believe that because we've got that mix of we didn't have it and then we had it and had to figure it out. I really want to believe that we'll be able to figure all that stuff out. Like I can't imagine something – and this is just maybe my imagination being limited, but I can't imagine something that's so far advanced that you can't use it. What I think will be hard is not hardware, maybe it's software like TikTok.
0: That one, I don't think it's a question of, can I figure it out? It's just, why would I want to?
1: Yeah, well, and I've done like, I did, um, I went on Snapchat once and I don't get it. Like even the user interface was not intuitive to me. So there are a couple things that I'm kind of like, mm, all right, maybe maybe it'll be like some, some app or something that we just won't be able to figure out. But I think from a hardware point of view, like stuff's so yeah. intuitive. Like, do, you remember, mean, are, do you remember picking so, up the first iPhone? Yeah. My or first your first iPhone, iPhone, I should say.
0: My first iPhone, I think it was the iPhone 4. That was my first one.
1: And you got you grabbed it and you just intuitively knew how to use it.
0: Well, I think at that point they'd been around for a while, so I had seen them, played with them in the stores, and then at the time I was working for a a company that that made car stereos, right? Was one yeah. of their products, and so they were around because we were playing with them to figure out how could we, you know, get them to work with our car stereo kind of products yeah. and figuring out that whole thing. So they were somewhat familiar. And at that point, the iPod had been around for a while, so we had iPod compatibility. So
1: yeah I I just remember the from a cell phone point well but the iPod though didn't have touch screen it didn't have a lot of that stuff that was that made the iPhone like interesting True. It had a little dial wheel so I remember yeah. I think my stepdad got his iPhone before I got mine and I think that's why I ended up getting an I the the first iPhone because I remember whatever phone I had but who knows I probably had a T-mobile sidekick at the time um <laughs> <laughs> but like with a physical keyboard and going oh, there's yeah. no way this is gonna be weird, you're not gonna you're not gonna be able to get it. Dude, I and now I'm hooked. Like I've got I love my phone, it's it's fantastic. Like I get it, it's super intuitive to use. It was it was pretty easy and I think that's one of the keys to their success, right? Is that they were just easy to use. Like the an- Android phone, I never really got into them. I tried. They so- they were just a lot harder to use to me.
0: We were, we you know, we were just talking about how you give a kid these days a device that you know we were familiar with, like the rotary phone, right, or a, a VHS player. So I was cleaning out one of the uh, the cupboards upstairs or one of the storage cabinets, and I had an old iPod Nano in there, and it was a Nano that had a video screen on it, but it was I can't remember what air it was, but it was the tall and skinny Nano, still had a click wheel kind of interface yep. with it. Yep. I but it had a, had a color display. It played videos, but it still had the 30 pin dot connector on it. Right, And my, my son came across it and it took him a good like 30 seconds to figure out how to navigate because you had to spin yep. the click wheel to move up and down through the lists. But he figured it out. He figured out how to get into the playlist and how to play music on it. But that was a total like, I remember using that on business trips. Like I had a little aftermarket case that had a kickstand on it. And the screen is
1: maybe an inch and a half. What were you doing with the screen? Like what to watch something?
0: Yeah, I would watch movies on oh, it. Oh, wow. Would, I would, I would uh, use a program called Handbrake. I remember I that. Could, I could rip DVDs that I, that I had purchased or I had rented and rip it with Handbrake into a iPod compatible file format and I would play them on trips when I was on the plane.
1: Yeah. I remember that. I had a, my, I, I only had, well, that's not true. I've had two. So I had the first iPod I had was one of the ones that was like the giant pack of cigarettes. And the right. do you remember the backlight was like this kind of weird orangey kind of glow.
0: I, oh yeah. yeah so on it was the like, themselves. Yeah, yeah, it was
1: like an early one. So I had one of those and it was, I don't know, it might have been 16 gigs and I thought that was absolute insanity. And it had a, a regular hard drive in it because I remember it would yeah. spin and you could actually get it to skip, Feel which it. is probably not good yeah. for it. Um, I had that and then I got one of the, what was the iPod with no screen on it? It was just a tiny little brick.
0: It was the Nano. It was a clip on it. it was a little clip.
1: Yeah, it was like a rectangle? Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah, okay. And I yeah. still have
1: that actually. So my uncle gave me one of those and who knows what's on there. But it. But it has music on it still. It's got a ton of metal it was my uh, my bicycle riding mix and that's the there only thing i ever used it for and so it's all like random metal songs and hardcore and just to keep your like tempo up but yeah that's those are the only two ipods i've ever had cuz i always just used once i got an iphone i just used that
0: yeah i think i i had a fair amount of ipods because they were cheap and at the time i was just using them as you know media stores to play something in the car so i didn't right. use them you know, again, like my first iPhone, I want to say it was the iPhone four. And then we went from four to like five, six, and then from six, we went to I went to the ten, I wanna say, and my wife went to the eight. So
1: Dude, I I was I'm trying to think. So how much was an iPod back in the day? Weren't they like three hundred bucks when they first came yeah,
0: out? Yeah. yeah, and I think they still are.
1: That's crazy. I wonder if I could find mine, A, B, get it to turn on, and C, get some sucker to pay me for it.
0: Depending on the condition, you might be able to. Because, I mean, there are people that are going around finding those old hard drive-based iPod classics yeah. and swapping out the drives for SSDs.
1: That's smart. So, so it's you sol- just have a Salsate
0: drive that holds a ton more. Yeah. Um, and you can even change the OS, like the bootloader, to make them do other things, but they will still play, you know, native iTunes files and, and stuff like that. So
1: It's kinda cool. I mean, if you're into the you don't want the look. Uh, yeah. Yeah. I don't know. I mean I'm not gonna go carry a discman, even if you convert it to a like an iPod, you know, like that kind of media player.
0: Yeah, I, I would be more likely to carry a Walkman than a Discman.
1: Which actually an original Sony Walkman that's been converted is kinda bitching.
0: I haven't seen one.
1: Maybe it's got Bluetooth.
0: It, yeah, because they have those cassettes that'll, yep. that are rechargeable that will play Bluetooth. So you could snap that in and then play it as a Bluetooth device. But then you'd be playing stuff on your phone. So it seems kind of like a far way to go. Wait, but
1: it's all of the aesthetic.
0: Yeah, it is the aesthetic, right. I guess. But, you know, they have those iPhone cases that kind of give it the aesthetic of something older on the backside. So oh, yeah. like the Game Boy case yeah. or...
1: There's one of those that's the game on the back is functional. I saw a case that was like that, but it's got to be super like, bulky.
0: It's got to be like the LCD, like super basic. Oh, uh, What was oh, that yeah, company yeah. that made all those? Like Tiger? Tiger. That's what it was. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: A lot of those handheld games. Oh, man. I, I had handheld football. It was so much fun. The little LED football. And it uh, LED, by the way, not LCD. And I think I left it on top of a car or something and somebody drove off and it fell and smashed. I'd, I'd like one of those back. Those were fun.
0: Yeah, I think Tiger's actually go- making
1: re-releasing them. They're re-releasing a bunch of the LED ones where there was that like really. It was or no, like the, the LCD, card- the
0: real basic, yeah. Yeah, the yeah, the cardboard fixed, yeah. with it,
1: backing still on them. The the one I'm the football game I'm talking about was like just Which the red dots. LEDs, yeah, yeah, the red LEDs. Those were awesome.
0: I had the baseball version of that one.
1: Yeah, that I my friend had that one. I did not have baseball. That was a fun game though.
0: Yeah. But yeah, it's kind of interesting seeing some of the stuff that, you know, from our childhood coming back. Kind of like the same thing with the the new versions of the original Nintendo and the Super Nintendo that are now have HDMI connectors and they've got 40 games preloaded on them.
1: Yep. I have the NES Mini and it's, you know what, it was fun for a couple hours. Well, I mean, what was it, 40, 50 bucks? I don't remember, probably 80
0: Maybe yeah, Yeah. maybe it was. But
1: I mean, I played Punch Out for a couple hours. I played Mario for a couple hours, and oh, oh, it does have Excite Bike. So never mind. I've played it for like a week. I did play a lot of Excite (laughs) Bike.
0: Excite Bike is a pretty awesome game. That was
1: one of my hands down favorite games as a kid.
0: Yeah. Did you have a favorite ramp?
1: I didn't have a favorite ramp, but the uh, Mario Kart Eight has an Excite Bike track. Ooh. it's like a giant oval course, but it's like set up. So you're like in excite bike. It's super rad.
0: Yeah. My uh, my son has has noticed that during the, the Zoom recess that he has with his classmates before they start instruction at 11 o'clock, that a lot of the kids are talking about Animal Crossing and because he doesn't have a Nintendo Switch, he you know, he's missing out on it. Right. But I'm like, do you care? And he's like, kind of just from the curiosity standpoint, but the way he's obsessed with driving games i mean he's played mario kart when we go to target they have the demos so i mean he knows what mario kart's all about but i i don't know if he would really be into animal crossing
1: so i i never played it's the second one i think that just came out i've never played the first one and everybody We had it
0: on the on the Wii we had it like a decade ago, basically. Okay,
1: so I know nothing about it, and it's been all over social media. All the yeah. all, a bunch of friends are playing it, so I looked into it a little bit. It does not look like a game for me. I think it's kind of like Pokemon, where you collect. I don't know, like you collect. outside. Like and I don't really understand. Kind of like
0: Sims. It's kind of you know. It's not my kind of game. So
1: yeah, I don't like. I mean, I don't. I don't really. Games where you've got to, like, grind and just get, you know, you, the whole point is to buy a new outfit. No, I'm not into it.
0: No. Games that I can pick up and play and have fun with, like Street Fighter, Mario Mortal, Mortal Kombat. That That's or, why I like Mario Kart. Yeah, Mario Kart. Yeah. Those are the games I'm into.
1: Yeah, like, for sure.
0: It's not this, uh, what do they call those games, where it's just, you know, this the these kind of epic games that take hundreds of hours to play. Yeah. Not my cup of tea.
1: Oh, I mean, I've played a lot of those, but, you know, it depends on what it is. I don't know. I like yeah. first-person shooters personally.
0: Yeah, I nope. I don't play any of those. I mean, like I think the the longest like game that I would play would have been any of those Mario games where there's multiple worlds, multiple levels.
1: Well, that's did about you, as did dedicated you play Zelda? as I
0: get.
1: What's that? Did you play Zelda?
0: Only on the original Nintendo. Yeah, yes. but I mean that was a
1: pretty long game on the original yeah. Nintendo. Yeah. I dude, I wish. I wish I could find all of my Nintendo Power magazines. <laughs> and I had, and I, I may still have the. One of the issues came with a giant foldout map for Zelda. Oh for the yeah, original yeah. Zelda. I might actually still have that somewhere.
0: Yeah, I, we used to subscribe to Nintendo Power. In reading all those stories and people asking questions, and they'd always want to know about stuff, and they go, "Oh, we can't tell you." And you're like, "Well, why would you even bother to waste time asking?" <laughs> I, Oh, I remember. Yeah.
1: I remember too that magazine. It started off as a little stapled together, really, really thin magazine. You know, it was a full eight and a half by eleven. It was a thin magazine, and then by the end of it, it was like a good solid sixty or eighty page. Uh, like I think glue bound.
0: We'll, we'll have to do an upcoming episode like on our video game systems and video games that we had as kids.
1: It's funny you mention that because my uh, my grown ups notebook has a whole page. Of written written out already about a bunch of video games. So I was thinking about that. I don't know. One one of these times I was just sitting around. We'll have to do, to do that anything.
0: one, and then maybe for whatever episodes close to Mother's Day, we'll just do nothing but pepper each other with your mama jokes. So,
1: so I have to admit <laughs> this. I don't know when Mother's Day is.
0: It's in May, right? So that's like maybe next it's get it. May starts next week. Maybe. Ah, oh god. Come on. You're not a dad.
1: I'm well, I'm not. I'm an uncle, and I'm the uncle with the uncle jokes.
0: There you go. Yeah.
1: I mean, they're just as bad. And the sad thing is, it's been decades that I've loved these kind of dumbass jokes. Oh, yeah. 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 So, uh, before we go, because we're not going to be able to, to see, every, or we won't see everybody. So, you just mentioned, yeah, May is Friday, right? Friday?
0: I think, yeah. May. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Yeah. So uh, May the 4th, Star Wars Day is on Monday. So May the 4th be with everyone since we won't uh, see you before then. But there's uh, some pretty exciting, if you're a Lego fan and a Star Wars fan, some pretty cool stuff coming up. There's always interesting things that happen around like Star Wars Day. So I haven't looked into all the toys and all the the special stuff. It'll be cool to see what they do this year, especially given that we're all locked up. Nothing else to do. So we'll see what happens. But yeah, I'm looking forward to Star Wars Day as always. I know you're not as big a fan, but that's all right.
0: No, I, I'm more excited about the day that follows.
1: Yeah, the day I mean, that the follows has a lot of meaning uh, for Mexicans. Wait, no. Yeah, does it's it, the Cinco
0: de Mayo. But does it, though? Yeah. Is it there? It's also Taco Tuesday. So it's a Tuesday.
1: Oh, crap, dude. You, I didn't even think about that.
0: Yeah, it's Taco Tuesday. Cinco de Mayo falls on Taco Tuesday. Yeah. And then for me,
1: that it's is also a your work anniversary.
0: work anniversary.
1: We're very excited for it. How many years now?
0: This will be year number six. And so every year on what I call the Cinco de Mio, <laughs> I, I buy my entire office Choco Tacos.
1: Which I just – or I shouldn't say I, but my nephew was just introduced to Choco Tacos recently. And yeah. Thumbs up.
0: It's like a – it's a drumstick and a better form factor.
1: 100%. So you can't get your coworkers Choco Tacos this year necessarily. What's the my plan? wife
0: and son, my current co-workers, will be able to enjoy Choco Tacos with me at my home office.
1: Perfect. Can you get a doggy Choco Taco so that all of you can enjoy one?
0: We'll just give... We'll let her eat the vanilla stuffing out of one. Perfect. Yeah, because this is a chocolate. Now, you know what? I don't even know if there's enough chocolate in there to do any damage because it's uh, a chocolate shell, but...
1: The way I understand it, it's not the uh, frequency; it's like the cumulative amount. I don't know. The vet tried to explain it it's to the, me. Once.
0: It's the cacao. The I ca- think that's the dangerous. But I think it's
1: the like over time. Like you could give your dog.
0: Oh, maybe. Uh, but I know you can give it like white chocolate, and it's no big deal because there's no cacao in it. Cacao. So, cacao.
1: <laughs> <laughs> so, so single to me So you're gonna do tacos, margaritas, choco tacos. Tequila. Well, that would be a margarita, right?
0: Or just straight tequila. You don't necessarily have to mix it. Oh, I see what you're saying. Margarita
1: mix. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I, yeah. I'll raise a glass yeah. of scotch to you. Yeah. i I'll probably just percent.
0: end up having a beer that day. Maybe a it's a work. You know, it's a school night. It's a work night. So we'll see how it all goes.
1: Yeah, it's good. I need. You know, I really need to start writing somehow in my calendar. That just a little reminder, maybe that comes up Monday through Friday or Sunday through Thursday. Hey, dummy, tomorrow is like a real day.
0: Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, you have work tomorrow.
1: Yeah. And you know what I've noticed, though? I stay up a lot later uh, recently. And I, I think it's just because nothing, like, no time really feels real. So I look and I'm like, oh, shit, it's 11 o'clock and I need to be asleep. And I don't know. I just lose yeah. track.
0: Nope. I don't have that problem. Oh, bedtime. Let's go sleep.
1: Dude, I, I wish. I don't sleep well, anyways. But, anyways. So, i like uh,
0: working on my bedtime right now, anyways. So,
1: oh, wow. Well, you know what? <laughs> I, I got nothing.
0: It's, it's good to have you It's almost 9 o'clock. i got to get the kid to
1: bed. Holy crime it is almost 9 o'clock. All right, sir. I'm going to get out of here. You're going to get out of here. Thanks for coming.
0: Thanks for- All right. Thanks for yeah showing up on FaceTime.
1: Yeah, I, I'm i glad that we can make this work. And I don't know. I'll talk to you soon. All right. All right, bye. Adios. You've been listening to the Ungrown Ups Podcast. And for this, we apologize.